we start a freaking fantasy football podcast and I'm having the worst fantasy year of my life. <laughs> giving advice to other people. Yo, welcome back to the Return to Play podcast. I'm your host, Grande Steve. With me, as always, is my boy, Danny. What's up, Danny? Feeling good, living better. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> someone's been listening to Drake. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as as usual, Rashawn is MIA. He responds to us literally an hour before we're about to record and then just ghosts us. And every other... Um, conversation or chat i'm in with him just completely ghost me when it's time to record but but still says that he plans on rec- recording with us is the best part of it yeah yeah i'll be on and then and then no, nothing um that's all right uh he went three and oh in his picks uh last week so he's three and three because he, he's missed two weeks and uh danny is the only one the other person to hit his lock of the week so now uh jimmy and i have to drink a tall boy of milwaukee's best i will be chugging it possibly shotgunning it um but you'll never know because we can never get jimmy to actually do the challenge so we can't post the tiktok thus we can't grow our brand and um so on and so forth so um shout out to jimmy for not doing a single one of these things and yeah, he'll do it in six months. Yeah. So I you know, there's got we should give Jimmy an ultimatum if he doesn't drink this ketchup and get slapped by his wife or well fiance in by the end of the week. By the time I I'll I'd say even it was Sunday night. If he doesn't have these things done by Sunday night, what what should we continue to not pay him for doing most of the work? I'll I'll shit on his bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> that's a throwback to us in college um what's the, i don't know what the statue of limitations is on shit not a bike so just pretend you didn't hear any of that listener um, i'm pretty sure i'm in the clear <laughs> um, and uh all right so yeah i gotta we got me and jimmy have to drink a milwaukee's uh beast and next week if we don't hit our lock of the week we have to get waterboarded by our significant other. So let's all hope we, we picked some winners at the end here. And we'll also get into, obviously, all the injury news. There's a slew of running backs and wide receivers hurt, as is usual this time of year. Jimmy G, quarterback out. A couple other notable uh, receiving pairs are out. We're going to get into all that and tell you when they are likely to return and if they're going to be productive or not this coming week. And then, as always, we have Draw the Week. Uh, might surprise you with the LGBTQIA plus player of the week this week. It might be a surprise pick there. And then finally, like we always do, we end up with the gambling picks, which are usually shitty. Uh, I'm in the lead at 50%, if that tells you anything. So fade our picks and you will get rich. We will not be turning this thing around anytime soon, if I had to guess. So no, we're turning it around. We're turning it around right now. <laughs> I'm down. I missed five of my last six, so we're you know we're you're I'm due, due. You're due. I'm, we'll just keep. I'm coming back. <laughs> I hit the I hit the lock though. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. All right. Let's get into this NFL injury news. 
Chris Carson hurt his neck. We're obviously airing this on Friday. You'll know if he played or not. I think he's going to play. Sounds like it was just a stinger. But obviously, anytime you see a guy who gets hurt at practice during the week and he was healthy coming out of the game, uh, they're they're going to keep that under wraps as much as possible. So you, when a situation like that comes up, you're going to have to wait until that final injury report Sunday morning if they're playing or not playing because almost all the time the coach says it's a game is going to be a game time decision because they don't want strategy to be lost if they know they're sitting a guy out. Anyway, David Montgomery, obviously, uh, reports said he sprained his knee and is out for four to five weeks. To me, that means it's an MCL sprain because that's the exact timeline for that injury. If it was a tear, he'd obviously, like a full-on tear, it, he'd be out for the season. Danny, got anything to say about David? Yeah, they. I saw early reports they did not fear an ACL, and obviously if he's – only out four to five weeks. That means the MRI was negative. Sounds like a MCL sprain, like Steve said, which puts you out about that four-week time frame. But after that, I think he comes back full go and still, uh, still ha- gets back to his uh, normal level. Full go, but he is a bruiser running back, so he's gonna he just gets in in the hole and takes shots. And so, you know, when you've already come off of um, some ligament or tendon damage like that, uh, it puts you at risk, certainly, again, for the rest of this season to get hurt again. So I I spent some fab dollars on Damian Williams, who is also questionable, but I'm sure he'll play and he'll be the the workhorse for the Bears here. Oh, what else? We got Christian McCaffrey. He came back to practice today. I wouldn't expect him to play this week, but that's definitely a good sign for him to come back next week. For sure, he'd be back in uh, three games from now. So that would be what, week uh, seven? That'd be At the latest, he's going to come back for week seven, I think. A- any disagreement there? Uh, yeah, no, I completely agree. I think I still think they hold him out this week, so keep keep plugging Chuba Hubbard if you have him. But, uh, yeah, especially if he's starting to practice this week, next week I think he'll be a full go. I, th- I think he'll be back next week. And I believe I read the Panthers put Stefan Gilmore on the pup list. He, he's been on the pup list, but they, they expect him to be back at that week six time frame. So oh, right, right. Bas- basically they're saying they don't, think he's going to need any additional time yeah that's a great pickup by them Uh, i was hoping the steelers were gonna but the patriots probably don't want to trade with the steelers so yeah carolina's making some good moves they're gonna be a good team here i mean they're they're gonna they're gonna be a playoff team this year and they're gonna be competitive for a while yeah since i live down here now i definitely want to get like a shirt or or something for get some panthers gear because the colors are just they're, they got nice colors. Uh, yeah, I love those uniforms they wore this week. The, uh, the blue top. Not wearing any Panthers gear. That's kind of disappointed. So it's black and yellow all day around these parts. But, but yeah, that, Carolina's a good team to root for. Yeah, they're my NFC team. And I made that joke at uh, the one interview I've had so far for OT. The, the guy asked me if I was a, a, a Steelers or a Browns fan because he read where I was from. 
And I said Steelers, but you know, I, I picked up the pan. I've adopted the Panthers as my second team since they're on the second. They're on since they're on the other side of the table, and no one in the room knew what the fuck I was talking about. And, and I never got a call back for that job. <laughs> That's how that interview started. I thought I I was being funny. I thought that was good, but I obviously I, I don't know. Whatever. That's fine. My job hunting luck is going about as well as Will Fuller's NFL career. He's hurt again with a finger injury for wide receiver, a fractured finger to fully heal. If it does heal in place and there's no complications, three to five weeks, I'd probably say more to five to be able to catch a a ball from from the jugs machine with like some zip on it uh, with finger fractures. They just put that in a splint and let it heal on its own unless they think that that bone is going to heal um, in a misaligned form or if, if the bone comes out of the skin. Uh, any Anything on Will Fuller? I completely avoided him in everything because that is an injury-prone individual. Yeah, he. Uh, I do have him in one league, but I just he. it was late. It was very late that I got him. But uh, he, uh, yeah, he's so he's on the IR, so he's at least out for that three week mark. I do think, uh, you know, he's a he's just a big play guy, he's your deep routes and your you know, take a quick, quick screen or slant and make a big play out of it. So it's not like he's running across the middle making spectacular catches, anyways. Uh, so I think around that three-week mark, I would expect him to be back. It's not like he's someone who's, you know, known Just so for... he can get hurt again at the five-week yeah, mark. Yeah, exactly. correct. Yeah, he'll. Uh, I think he'll come back at that three-week mark, and then by week five, he'll have a have a hamstring that causes him to miss a couple games. But, <laughs> but, uh, but the one game he comes back, he'll have one catch for one yards, and then the next game he'll have six catches for 140 yards and two touchdowns. So just got to hope you play him on the wet right week, and then, uh, and then he'll be hurt again. Yeah, we have uh, Gronk. Uh, we made a terrible, a terrible take on Gronk. Definitely not going to miss this game. But we weren't given all the information, you know. So he has reported four fractured ribs, and possibly some. Obviously, if you have four fractured ribs, you're going to have some of that um, cartilage damaged in between the ribs. Uh, the the intercostal cartilage is what's in between your ribs and so with all that messed up compound that with his age and uh how much hits he does take uh you know i could see him missing a full month to let those ribs fully heal they have plenty of weapons and i think they rather have gronk in healthy in you know thanksgiving on then and try to rush him back for part of october here so i would expect him back in, in november completely agree yeah they're not going to uh they they they're not going to rush him back unless they start to lose some games i don't think you know they they know they're going to the playoffs and they want him to be a full go for the, the end of the season i do want to touch on the fact he came back into that game. He finished that game. That's why I said no way he misses the New England <laughs> yeah, game. Right. What a big, stupid, tough meathead, dude. <laughs> well, he <laughs> probably only fractured one rib and then came back in <laughs> and then fractured the other three. He wanted the combo. He didn't want, you know, when you go to the rib cook-off and you can get just the single rib or like the little sampler 
of two ribs he's like fuck that i don't want just two ribs i i need at least four ribs from each location he wanted the full rack not the half rack yeah that's that's a tough that's a tough son of a bitch but pick up cameron Brayton in the meantime if you need a tight end i guess because yeah i'd say he misses at least a month just just precautionary and uh to foreshadow here they have a favorable matchup for tight ends this week so um Cameron Braid's definitely someone to look at on DraftKings at a uh, sub 4,000. I think he's like 3,200-ish. He's low 3,000s for tight end. Uh, Jimmy G, he's hurt. Uh, he probably doesn't eat ribs. I don't think people that look that good eat ribs. Um, maybe, who knows? He probably does just have freak genes and can eat. He's like you. You can just drink beer throughout the week and you still have abs. You're a you're a twat. I work <laughs> out, bro. He does too. I'm not saying you don't half, work out, but half I genetics, work out. Half genetics and half. It's 64% genetics and 36% I work out, bro. I've, I worked out. I was working out like four days a week for 90 minute sessions. And yeah, I lost weight, but it's like, I don't, I, I got maybe like a shade of two of my top abs and that was that was it and and that was when I was eating clean too. You can drink beer throughout the week and just go, you know, do some squats and some uh arm raises and it's a it's a good combination of beer, McDonald's and and squats. <sighs> Whatever. So Jimmy G's hurt. He's going to be out a couple weeks. This is obviously, um, what's his name? Trey Lance. That's what I wanted to say, but it's his time. Yeah. It's his audition. If he doesn't look terrible, I don't think Jimmy G comes back. It's almost like how many times, you know, when a team drafts a rookie back and they're like, the other guy's the starter. It seems like every time they're in this situation where it's like, is the rookie going to start from day one or is the other guy? That other guy always gets hurt. Andy Dalton gets hurt. Garoppolo gets hurt. You know what I mean? Like Tommy Maddox got hurt. <laughs> unless it's unless it's Aaron Rodgers, who you know. Like that, nobody, nobody, everybody knew Jordan Love was not starting a game. You know what I mean? Every time that's in question, the starting quarterback always gets hurt somehow. Weirdest thing. Yeah, I think um I think if Trey Lance can be a rushing threat, then um then they're going to have to ride with him because that's a, that opens up their offense um adds a whole new dynamic to it that Jimmy G isn't really a rushing threat. You know, maybe six a 6-yard scramble or he can get the first down, but you know, I think Trey Lance is like a definitely a rushing threat potentially um but he also has to he can't throw picks either like if he starts throwing a bunch of picks they're gonna go back to jimmy g because jimmy g will throw like one a game you know um so all right that's enough about him and then logan thomas pulled his hamstring he's gonna be out for two weeks that that definitely doesn't help um taylor heineke and that football team offense which by the way uh, football team head athletic trainer. The only things I could find so far was uh, the DEA rated his office at work, but it was unrelated to the team. 
is what they reported. Those two things don't add up to me. If you're getting your shit rated by the DEA and they're rating your workspace, uh, it probably had to do with your work. <laughs> and if it's the DEA, that probably means to me is is probably painkillers. Something like that. He could have been orchestrating, you know, who knows what. And that NFL's already like shady and shit with all that, but um this would have been a nice time to have Rashawn on, but you know, he just ghosts us every time I say it's we're ready to record. What time were we recording? Ah can't talk. You talk. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you come off your soapbox. But yeah, one one funny thing I wanna interject here. They the Washington football team, they changed their name a little bit too early because they're they've been hit with all these scandals since then. They could have easily just, you know, this guy gets raided and then they're like, Hey, we changed the we changed the name and then everybody forgets about what's actually going on. They jumped the gun and they could've they could have you know, change the news story. But uh yeah, the Washington football teams in disarray. Lots of lots of sketchy things going on behind the scenes. Wouldn't be surprised if uh well no Snyder will never he sell the team. He, well he didn't come he came from Carolina. He worked for Ron Rivera and Rivera brought him over with him from Carolina. So he wasn't even there that long. He wasn't uh, with all the old shady people. I didn't even I didn't know that connection but Huh. Yeah, so we'll we'll definitely keep you posted on that story as it develops. That's definitely a niche uh, story relevant to what we do here. So uh, thoughts and prayers to that uh, butthole. <laughs> he got busted. <laughs> um, all what, right. Whatever happened? What happened with the whole uh, the sexual harassment workplace culture thing that, that kind of died out with no with no result. Yeah, all they had to do was make Dan Snyder's wife like the the co president, and all that shit just kind of fizzled out. I'll just put it put a chicken. They put a black guy and a and a female at the top, and they just they're like that solved yeah, all problem, of our media problem, problems. Problem solved. All right, with the media at least it kind of did, right? Like, uh, <laughs> like all they're fixing things over there. <laughs> the Washington football team. Oh man, well it's so perfect that that is like it's Washington D.C. The it's like it's so poetic how. They're the scumbags of the league, and it's like DC is the scumbags of our country. <laughs> uh, perfect, perfect segue into heating patter ice pack. <laughs> yeah. With no, with no, did you get the sound no, effects? I talked. I had a conversation with Jimmy a couple days ago. I said, if I find you sound files, can you put them in in like either now or in post-production and he and he he's like well what kind of sound effects are you looking for and i'm like well a sizzling sound and like ice like crunching sound where do i, I was like where do you suggest i go to look for those sound clips and he never messaged me back and then i didn't do any googling on my own Hey, hold on. I don't really interject too much, but that's horseshit. You never asked me where to find those. Oh, I'll pull it up right now. You never asked where you can find those at. I, I love a good podcast fight. 
I don't. I fucking. T- I knew. I fucking typed that out and sent it. What? It's not here. Okay, but oh, I know because <laughs> I never got it. <laughs> Please, you were, just... you were the last one in that conversation to say something. Well, there you go. There you go. Oh. I'm the last one in the conversation but, to say something. I'm waiting on you to reply. Yeah, but you just told me what sounds. <laughs> you never said what you wanted to do with them and how you wanted to go about doing them. What do you mean, what do I want to do with them? I want to put them in when I say the words heating pad or ice pack. Like, you know that. <laughs> yeah, do but not... you just ended the conversation. Like, I didn't. I was like, okay. Okay, okay. Ya. It was my bad that I didn't. Ask, I thought, but like in my brain, like I had that either typed out or in my brain, I had it typed out and visualized the message being sent. That obviously didn't happen. I. So, all right, next week, we'll probably, we'll almost for sure have some sound effects next week for heating pad or ice pack. Do not do not cut that out. That was that oh, was no. Money. That's definitely <laughs> that's. Uh, yeah, All right. Yeah. Well, now time for our segment. Uh, let's just keep it moving. Let's not let's not dwell on who said what or didn't say this or that. We'll just keep it moving. We're already probably a half hour into this thing. We're only on eating powder ice pack. So, <sighs> Dalvin Cook did not practice today. Last week we definitely said ice pack. Don't touch him if he's in, and we were right. He was well. He got hurt during the game again, but that's you know what we kind of thought might have happened would happen because um, when you play on a soft tissue injury like that, and especially at the running back back position when you're getting hit left and right, the, those fibers are gonna weaken rather quickly. And so he did only he played 51 percent of the snaps, and he had 11 touches for only 44 yards. So, you know, I put him on my bench, and that was one of the reasons why I ended up um, coming away with the W in that league this week. So, uh, ice pack again, even if he he didn't practice today, that means he's still, they're definitely taking caution with him. I I don't know if they even play him this week. They shouldn't. They should, with a hamstring, they should give him like two full weeks off to let that thing re restructure itself. And even two weeks isn't enough time, but it's definitely better than trotting out a half healthy Dalvin cook each week. What do you, what do you got? It's yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much in the same position I was last week. You said hamstring, by the way, it's a, it's an ankle. I think you just were too fired up. You too fired up from the whole Jimmy, Jimmy sound effect fiasco. But I think you just have to watch his practice. If he gets into full practice by the end of the week, then I'd say heating pad. Obviously, sizzle, sizzle. If he's uh, <laughs> there, we go. <laughs> if he, <laughs> if if he, uh, definitely don't take him in DFS. If you have him in your, I mean, unless you somehow have three good running backs on your fantasy team. This year is miserable for running backs, so you probably don't have a backup that's better than Dalvin Cook, even only on 11 touches. So, you know, I'd still play him in your fantasy league if he's active. But, uh, yeah, if he's uh, getting a full practice by the end of the week or if he's limited. Well, I'm, he, reading, I'm reading right here. He Dalvin Cook says he's playing Sunday. I'm playing right. through it. Yeah, I saw that he said he's playing through it, but that he also played through it last Sunday, and like you said, he got eleven touches. So, I, I'm putting him. I'm keeping him on my bench. Like, I, I yeah, think I've Zach, I'm playing Zach Moss over him. 
which is a fine play. But if I didn't have Zach Moss, I probably would have to end up rolling the dice with Dalvin. Yeah. Um, Claypool, Claypool has the, um, Claypool has the hamstring injury. He was out last week. Steelers are, we'll get to the Steelers at the end. I'm sure we're going to have a, it's going to get contentious. Um, Claypool, uh, I would stay away from him either way. Big Ben is a um, big pile of dust back there, and the deep ball is just not there anymore. It really wasn't there last year either, but Claypool fought for some, and people like teams were low on Claypool, probably underestimated him. This year they definitely game-planned for Claypool. They know he's he's the deep ball guy, so – they have that covered. They have that plan. Uh, stay away from Claypool Ice Pack. I don't know what to say for Claypool. I want to be an Ice Pack, but Juju's also banged up. I, th- I mean, like I, I, I said at the beginning of the year, Claypool's number three. He's just touchdown dependent in a PPR league, at least. He's, he's, he's my number three. But with Juju banged up and Claypool banged up, I think if you got Deontay Johnson, you're you're golden. But uh, I'll still say I'll still say Ice Pack on Claypool, especially in a PPR league. He's more of your big play guy, your your deep threat. Yeah, we'll bounce back to running back Joe Mixon. He did not practice today with an ankle injury. He looked pretty good on Thursday night. There, granted, that was against the Jaguars, but. Um, I think he probably gets limited snaps, but if he's in heating pad, definitely if he's in your redraft league, start him. If uh, DFS wise, he might be a sneaky play because no one's going to be on him, and and he's definitely their workhorse. Yeah, with Mixon, I'm kind of in the same boat as I was with Dalvin. Just monitor his practices. If he's if he gets in a full practice by the end of the week and he's active, then heating pad. If uh, you know if he's missing practices or if he only squeaks in one or two limited practices, then I'm a big ice pack. Uh, Piran as the backup, I'm not too. I, I think if Mixon's not in there, I don't expect Piran to get the entire bulk of it. Don't don't just plug. If you have a better a, a different backup option, I wouldn't just try to start Piran and you know expect him to put up Mixon numbers. Right. Um... Bengals seem like they're starting to trend towards a, a pass-happy team anyway. So, which brings us to our two wide receiver pairs that are are banged up. The Giants and the Titans both have both of their wide receivers, well, two of their wide receivers uh, banged up. So, Shepard and Slayton for the Giants did not practice again today. They both have soft tissue injuries. Uh, I believe one's a groin, one's a hamstring but either way, they didn't practice again. They're still getting rest. I would say um, if either if only one of them plays, I would I would heating pad them because they're going to need to spread the ball around somehow. If both of them don't play, I think you're going to see another week of them not having any offensive production because they just can't rely on just Saquon and and Galladay had a nice game, but. Um, obviously they're just going to double team Galladay and, and force Daniel Jones to make other decisions. So that Giants team is kind of scary as it is. 
Um, I do like Shepard. I have Shepard in quite a few things, but um, doesn't look like he's going to play again. And if he does, probably be limited snaps. So ice pack, if they, uh, unless one of them plays, I'd heat him pad the one. I'm a big ice pack for both. I don't think either plays, but even if they do, like you said, it'll probably be on limited snaps and ineffective. And, and one person, one person to watch though, I I would say Kadarius Tony, their first oh, round yeah. pick, yep. brought really brought him along slowly. I mean, one of my leagues is a 20 team keeper league. Like it gets kind of wild, and I I drafted him real late just as a as a flyer, and I literally dropped him after week two because he had a combined zero points for the first two weeks because I had I had a, I had a couple injuries and need to pick some people up and obviously this happens he kind of has a little uh coming out party but nine targets looked explosive looked elusive I like to see him kind of get more more and more involved involved as the year goes on so I think uh he's definitely worth picking up stashing on your bench and kind of seeing what happens if he you know if he starts starts becoming a bigger part of that offense uh, but yeah, Shepard and Slayton, Ice Pack, Galladay. Galladay yeah. looked nice without them in there, though. Big, big win for the Giants. That that was the Giants team that I was kind of expecting to see this year, and they they kind of let me down the first couple of weeks when I was talking them up. Yeah, that was a weird game. Uh, I didn't really watch it, but it a uh, uh, red zone cut cut to it a few times. It looked like a kind of a weird game, which is usually. They, Jameis Winston is usually in a weird game. <laughs> that's yeah, that's that's the lock of the week. Jameis Winston being in a weird game. Well, but this Saquon, weekend against football, the football team versus the Saints, that's going to be just a whole a whole batch of fuckery. I'm staying away from that with a ten foot pole. <laughs> Saquon looked looked good. Looked like the Saquon of old. So that's that's reassuring for sure. Yeah, we'll finish up. Julio Jones did not practice. AJ. Brown, uh, limited practice, um, you know, A.J. A. Brown kind of constantly hurt, kind of like Will Fuller, but A.J. is definitely way more of a beast. Uh, they need they need at least one of these guys to play because their offense was abysmal against the Jets, and, uh, you know, they should have just kept running the ball with Derrick Henry, and then they, they did get kind of unlucky there in overtime with the longest overtime ever completely making me have to watch the Steelers on my phone. The one week it's actually on CBS down here in Carolina. Uh, as if AJ Brown plays a heating pad, they're going to have to facilitate their offense somehow through the air. Um, and none of those wide receivers last week looked like they, they were going to be um, game changers. So yeah. Uh, heating pad on on either one of them if they play but it's looking like julio might not play yeah i completely agree if one of them's if one of them's in for sure heating pad if they're both in they're still worth they're still worth playing because it's all what happened without them so losing to the jet they it's it's kind of like a uh pittsburgh scenario where you overlook the team a little bit you sit them both out to to you know, let them let them get a week off, thinking you have the win for sure, and then you lose to the Jets. Oh, there one of them's going to be back next week because they're going to be desperate. So whoever's playing, heating pad, sizzle, sizzle. <clears throat> All right.
we got everyone's favorite segment, Soccer Draw of the Week. I uh I looked, I Googled the I Googled Crystal Palace FC and pulled up the score of Saturday Saturday morning, sun, Sunday morning they played. And Crystal Palace was losing two nothing at uh fucking 30 minute mark, and I was just, you know, wrote it off. I was like, ah, terrible pick. Um even though I don't watch these games. And then um, I ended up checking it at, at like the 93rd minute and they just made it two to two in the 93rd minute. I was going nuts. I, I tweeted a, a, a funny gift there, a Ted Lasso gift of hitting the draw of the week, but I, I only got one like on it. Um, follow us on Twitter at return to play pod. I, I've been tweeting some pretty decent stuff. I would give Danny the login, but I don't want to get us banned. <laughs> or or um even even a two week ban with Danny behind the keyboard those, on it. Those days are behind me. <laughs> um you should that get ban, that ban was bullshit. That's why I, <laughs> that's why I got it vetoed. I turned I got it turned over. <laughs> yeah, did you get some pointers? You gave their Urban Meyer some pointers about how to get out of out of trouble and not actually not, take no, Urban Meyer's Urban Meyer's just stupid. Everybody's, everybody's overreacting to that, but Urban Meyer's just stupid. I just had to go to the term, terms and conditions, get all the fine print, and tell Twitter to quit fucking around. But Urban, Urban Meyer, you just, you just can't be fingering college teens in their b-holes. <laughs> like, uh, that girl looked 26, 20. Without, 20 oh, yeah, she was, she was older. She's but, a grad student. Yeah, but you got to... He's got no cameras are gonna be on him. Like, what? Are, what are you doing, Urban? Oh, he looked faded. He, oh, he was. Did you see? The, did you see the one of him just chilling there in the bar stool? He, oh, of course, he, he looks like the one that's just him, like sitting there faded. Like, oh, yeah, he's. Uh, I hate Urban Meyer. I was eating that shit up like kettle corn. Yeah, he. Uh, what an idiot. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a it's a big old, the thing the um the thing I was gonna say. Well, I put this in the group chat. I probably is probably gonna get us canceled. But if it was a dude twerking on him, they'd be saying Urban Meyer's brave. But everybody, Le'Veon Bell was in a strip club throwing throwing dollars onto the stripper while she's twerking well, on him. Bell is also single and like He's, was twenty six. But everybody's eighty percent. Eighty percent of the league's going to. St- Dwayne Haskins got beat up because he his his wife was mad that he went to his strip club, and Urban Meyer's wife is at least sticking up for him on Twitter for some weird reason. So like, I don't know what's. I, it's this. But people that are angry about it would do the same thing if they had nineteen billion dollars. So let's let's get to let's get to the segments. Yeah. Yeah, Meyer's an uh, idiot. he's an idiot. He's an absolute idiot. Like, oh, what, you, like, what are you thinking? But at the same I think time, he wants to get fired. But at the same time, everybody's overreacting. All right, soccer draw of the week. I got Denmark versus Austria. It's all international football this weekend and this week. Um, either World Cup qualifiers or the UEFA's nation. Italy got embarrassed today. It is what it is. Um, I think Italy's going to be a threat in the World Cup, though. And so, yeah, I, I know nothing about Denmark and Austria, so, you know, pull the triggers. I think they play Sunday. Uh, what do you got? 
a bad pick. I think Denmark pulls that one out though, but you, you're hitting more of these than me. I got I'm going World Cup qualifying UEFA. We got on Sunday, I believe. No, Saturday, excuse me, Saturday. Finland, Ukraine. That's a 1-1 draw. Interesting fact here. You know, two teams battling for that second place spot to go to a, the playoff in the second round. But uh, Ukraine, all five of their games in this group have been draws. They're the better team than Finland, but playing in Finland, let's make it six for six. That's that's a 1-1 draw. I've, I've never seen a team have six straight draws in a group, but Ukraine's going to do it 1-1. Lock it in in Helsinki. All right. I'm putting a timer on. You've got 60 seconds to talk about, bitch about whatever you want for U.S. men's soccer team. Ready? Oh, let's do it. Yeah. So I was going to make that the draw of the week. Uh, no Pulisic, no Sergino Dest. But you're at home against a Jamaica team that's reeling. The, Jamaica's at the bottom of the table right now. We there's no. I was going to make it the lock of the week because this is the type. This is the type of the shit that. The U.S. does. They they come out, they have that second half against Honduras, winning by four goals, and you're like, okay, they've got it figured out. 30 seconds. No, no worries. They've got it figured out. And then they come out and they lay this fucking egg. They did it. They did it. The worst thing, we if they did not beat in the second to last game of 2018 qualifying, their back was against the walls. They had to get a win against Panama. And they came out and smoked Panama for nothing. If they didn't win, if they struggled in that game, they would have went to Trinidad and fucking blew them out. But no, they blew out Panama and they said, oh, we got this. We're going to walk into Trinidad and beat them easy. And no, they fucking lost to Trinidad and missed the fucking World Cup. So, All right, that's 60 seconds. But it doesn't oh, matter. We got stoppage time. They have to, <laughs> stoppage time. They have to... They, even they they are so much better than Jamaica playing at home. There is no this is this is going to be a three three goal game. If they if they tie this game, they I, I it, watch out on Twitter. There's no way they lose this. There's no way they there's no way they tie. This is a win, and it has to be a win. Everybody knows everybody in that locker room has to be a win. Even without Pulisic, you you have to beat. You're so much right, better right. than this team. So so well, yeah. So what they, you they play uh, Thursday night. Tomorrow night, yeah, Thursday night. They, I'm, they play I'm, the same I'm, time as football. I'm gonna be pissed off. Yeah, it's the same time as football. They, oh, well, yeah, but yeah, so no one will be watching. So they probably will win and look pretty good. Um, all right. Uh, well, yeah, keep go- going to the next segment, which brings us to the LGBTQIA plus player of the week. And this week, I'm gonna roll with. Carl Nassib, it was tough with the Raiders getting the loss, but I got to go Carl Nassib here. Did, he did notch a tackle for loss, uh, was putting some pressure, pressure on the quarterback. Didn't, didn't get a sack, but he did have a big tackle for loss. He's out there playing hard for his team. Raiders are surprising some people, so I'm going Carl, Carl Nassib here, even in the loss. I think the Raiders are frauds. Uh, they just Well, they're just too injured on defense in the, yeah. in the backfield to keep up with any of these other teams they got to play. They're, they're uh, definitely, they're going to need to make up with that with some pass rushing. They got Max Crosby. They got the former All-American, Carl Nassib. So I think I think they got the tools to do it. I'm a believer in the Raiders this year, but we'll see. All right. Time for the greasy gambling picks. I was the only one who went uh, positive this past week, going 2-1, and one, but I lost my lock of the week. 
Danny hit his lock of the week, but that was his only win. And my, uh, my, my other two, my both other picks were winning, and then they blew it. Hey, I went two and one as well. Thank you. And oh, you did? My bad. I thought you yeah. went one and two. Nope. Yeah, All right. So yeah, J- Jimmy's hot. Jimmy's actually, and he's Jimmy's been putting in a couple plays. Yes, uh, uh uh messaging me and i'm like damn jimmy's kind of hot right now and i'm ice cold so you know i guess that's just how it works so um i guess i'm just gonna have to keep fading jimmy because eventually that's just gonna turn around uh (laughs) jimmy why don't you start okay i'll get into it i you know taking uh two dogs this week too one of which will be my lock so that should be interesting Going to take those money lines on those games. So I'm going to start with the Rams covering two and a half right now over Seattle. Um, You know, not to get too deep into it, just how I'm feeling. Riding my streak right now. (laughs) And then... Time out. Rams are favored by two. They're, They're minus two and a half at Seattle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I meant to cover the. Oh, I thought you said they were an underdog. My bad. I too. No, what you're no, saying. I'm saying I'm taking two underdogs this week and one of being my lock, but starting with the Rams. Okay. My bad. I missed. My bad. I, just didn't, I thought you were just trying to shave five points on us, but okay. <laughs> no, Proceed, no. Jim. Proceed. It's, it's all good. And then my uh, second pick, I'm going to go with the uh, Bills money line over the Chiefs. Uh, I just don't. I don't know. Just a feeling. I think the Chiefs aren't, you know, they don't really cover much as it is. And then it's going to be a close game. And I just feel like Buffalo is going to be able to, you know, squeak it out there. And then as Steve is inputting his picks into the uh, spreadsheet, I can see that we have uh, conflicting uh, picks here. And my lock of the week, taking the money line, which you guys will love will be the uh, Denver Broncos over the Steelers because fuck Pittsburgh. <sighs> all right, Danny, go ahead. Ben's trash. What's all this taking the money line? We got to bet the spreads, don't we? Yeah, I don't, well, he's taking underdog money line, so he, like, doesn't want the free points. <laughs> no, they're, they're both, like, a point. They're both at, like, a point, though. I see so what you're saying. Buffalo's uh, well, Buffalo was a point, and then when I looked up, I thought Buffalo was two and a half. Why well, you only moved to three? Oh yeah, I just Buffalo. looked. I just put. It was just a one and a half for what I was looking at. I do love the Buffalo pick to cover two and a half, but you're high, Jim. Nah, I'm looking. See. I'm I'm looking at two and a half and three. Let me see I, here. All right. I'll proceed with my picks here. First, I'm going to go, we got LSU at Kentucky. I'm going to go LSU plus three and a half. Uh, This was originally my lock, but then I saw Stingley out indefinitely with a foot injury, I believe. So, but this is kind of what Kentucky does. They kind of make a couple splash plays, have a couple... Nice wins early, get ranked too high, and then they then they fall off a little bit and make you remember that they're actually Kentucky and not a not one of the top dog SEC teams. Coming off that big win against Florida, I think this is where it falls off a little bit. LSU is playing with everything to prove. All these rumors about 
Coach O being on the hot seat. I think LSU comes out, and uh, I like them winning outright in Lexington, um, covering that three and a half. Go to the NFL. I like Carolina at home against the Eagles, minus three and a half. I like Carolina to cover. I like Carolina this year. Even I know know, uh, this doesn't make the immediate impact, but the uh, Stephon Gilmore trade. I, th- I mean, uh, Carolina is going to compete in the NFC this year. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl, they're, but they're a playoff team, and Philly is in, kind of in disarray on a three-game skid right now. Carolina, minus three and a half. I like them big. And then my lock, I'm going to go the Alabama Crimson Tide. As much as I hate it, I want Alabama to lose, but they are going to this is you could give me 30 points and I'd still say Alabama would probably cover. They are going to destroy Texas A&M. A&M is always overrated. Last year they were good, I'll give them that, but they came into this year top 10 for no reason. Alabama's going to blow them out of the water. A&M, A&M their defense is all right, but they they can't move the ball on anybody. They Got embarrassed by Arkansas. They they should have lost to Colorado, who turns out is terrible. They had to escape with a 10-7 win. A&M, there's no way they're scoring probably even 20 points on Bama, and there's no way they're holding Bama under 40. So Bama with a 30-point win here at College Station. Bama, 17-and-a-half, lock it in. All right, and just to note, Rashawn actually gave me picks last week, and he went 3-0. and so and he didn't even know the spreads. He just gave me three teams and and had me figure it out. He had the Browns, the Bears, and the Ravens. So of course he's three and three because he's missed two weeks now. I don't know what we're gonna do about him making up picks. Uh, and he still hasn't given me picks for this week yet. So Rashawn Rashawn just ghosts us every time it, it actually comes time to do anything for this podcast. Um, maybe he should just leave us a voicemail or something of like his thoughts and we just clip that in. I don't know. Or actually just fuck him. I don't what who cares? He's not on the show. Whatever. Um but yeah, good for him. He went 3-0. All right. So um I have Bills plus three. I'll take the points since we're doing spreads. I don't need to take a money line. I'll take them plus three. I think it's a tight game. AFC championship rematch. Chiefs are at home where they usually or a lot more explosive, but I think the Bills D shows enough that they at least beat up on these bad teams and uh, didn't allow them to really put the ball in the end zone much at all. I think the over, it's it's probably an under game as well. I don't know. Maybe the weather's nice, though. Uh, I do like the Bills. I think the Bills have the better defense. And the Bills offense can click enough against the Chiefs defense to to get get the win there. And then I got the Steelers minus one. So, you know, Jimmy took Denver to win. Um, now I'm on the other side of it, but now I'm on the same side as him for Buffalo. So now it's just a whole it's a whole thing now. Now we're all discombobulated. Whatever. Uh, Steelers, I have really no confidence in them. We the, the Broncos always have our number. Drew Locke beat us two years ago, and we somehow can't rush the passer anymore. Uh, TJ's obviously not as healthy as, as he usually is, so hopefully he kind of took the week here to get, get better with that groin, but 
you know, so I hate the pick. So that's why I'm taking it. Steelers minus one. And and if the Steelers lose to Drew Locke, like the season's already feels like it's over. I know we've started out poorly before. Uh, the season is definitely over if we start one and four. And then we got to play the Seahawks next after this. But whatever. All right. So my, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll wrap up with Steelers. But my lock of the week is Tennessee Titans. I have them at minus four. I still see them at minus four, but it's it's actually up to minus four and a half in some books, and that's definitely going to keep creeping up because obviously everything that's gone on with Urban Meyer, I don't know how much football they've actually talked about this week. Urban Meyer obviously took a fucking three-day weekend on his 0-4 team instead of like getting back in the lab and trying to figure it out. He's definitely over it, like, he is over being the Jaguars coach. He's over coaching in the NFL already. He's he's just like he's out of his league. He's out of his element. Um so so yeah, Tennessee had that bad loss to the Jets. They might probably will get AJ Brown back and I don't think Mike Vrabel loses to two of the worst teams in the league back to back. He's uh he's got too much pride and too much nuts to do that. So Tennessee minus four is my lock. And all right, now you two can be in a cage match fighting about the Steelers and Browns. Uh, why don't we Why don't we start with Jimmy since he uh, did win more last week? Well, I wanted to touch about Mike Vrabel. I was <laughs> okay, gonna say, okay. I was going to say Mike Vrabel does have fat nuts, but that, that, that pick just seems too obvious that I didn't want to touch it because that just seems like too much of a, of a guarantee that Tennessee covers. So I know somehow they won't. All right, Jim, fire away. I mean, I don't have too much. Uh, I just picked up on a little thing Steve said during his picks, though. Just last week, you guys were talking about you're not going to win a playoff game, but you could still make the playoffs. And now you just said the season's pretty much over, it feels like. Steve, Steve so kinda, said that. I know, I know, I'm just saying. That's, I'm just saying that's what I picked up there. That's all. That's really all I have right now. You know, I think Danny and I have kind of, you know, called a truce until Halloween. But if, if there there's seven playoff teams now, so nine and eight can reasonably sneak in as that last wild card team. But if we don't get healthy, it doesn't even matter. Steve talked about we the pass rush is completely gone. In in a three four scheme, your linebackers always get all the credit, but it all it, the, the true heart of it is that D line, and with Alu and Tuit out. We have we literally have one healthy defensive lineman, and it's it's showing. We can't freaking stop the run. We can't get pressure on the quarterback. We're just getting smoked. So Zach Banners, I think, is coming back this week. To it sounds, I was optimistic, and now there's like nothing. It sounds like he's not even near coming back. So I don't know what's if we don't get to it back. Alu's gonna miss most of the season if he comes back. So we are. We're definitely in hot water, but I think Denver is a. Uh, I didn't want to bet on it because I I can't bet on the Steelers because then I'll just fuck them over. But yeah, I don't take the Browns either. Steelers I'll avoid those games. Steelers are uh, at home against Denver in this situation. No, see, Steve touched on Pittsburgh losing to Drew Locke two years ago, but this year, the, normally Mike Tomlin's nine and three playing a shitty quarterback and overlooks him and gets fucking embarrassed. But this year they're one and three with, this is a must win at home. 
Pittsburgh always struggles out west, but at home they're not gonna lose. They're not gonna lose to Denver. Well, who's scoring for you guys? Who's getting this, you in the end zone? Ben ain't shit. Ben's nothing anymore. He should so just Zach, retire. Is that Zach Banner is gonna be back? So we're gonna have at least something on the line. Offense will be. The offense can't get worse, and we're getting a freaking Zach Banner's like six eight six nine three forty or something outrageous. <laughs> can't can't hurt. Yeah, but anyone's Actually, just got to guard you guys five yards out, and then that's as far as Ben can get the ball. So, I mean... Uh, deep, ball, right. deep ball looks fine when he throws it. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... You know what? I'm just going to, like... It's like you're hearing one of your family members got cancer. Like, it's just like you just have to deal with it. Is this dealer season? <laughs> It's literally what Jesus it is. Jesus Christ! Fucking dark. <laughs> we, just, we just have there to. Are we some have other diseases you could have went with, like it's terminal. It's it's Big Ben. It's a terminal problem. Oh, this oh. is his last year, and he basically just has to to do his best. He's got to try his best to just not get completely embarrassed. But I lo- I looked at the schedule while you guys were talking about it and i i I don't see i I don't know if i see four more wins on the schedule after the broncos so so that that was a point danny was bringing up we got the browns twice so there's there chalk up two of them Uh, that's always that's always too guaranteed i mean i will give you guys a benefit of the doubt coming into the season you were ranked number one with the toughest schedule um, coming yeah, you know why? We, you know why we have the toughest schedule because we because we have to play a first place schedule because we won the division. That's something okay. you've never I mean, had to never had to do. The Browns are in the top so, ten. So and you know what? And you know combined what? record from last year, you guys have you're playing teams with 15 more wins overall. It was like what? 140 to 130 versus 155 to 115. Your guys's combined record from last year, like the teams you're playing this year. So it's not like we're playing the thirtieth ranked fucking schedule in the never, league. I never said you. I never said your schedule for the whole year is weak. I just said you haven't played anybody yet. You haven't played a single team with a winning record yet, and that that three and one means nothing to me. <laughs> hey, we'll we'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> talk about Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, we'll wait for Halloween. Halloween we'll night. Halloween. Halloween night when we have a healthy Stefan to it. And Baker Mayfield's getting smoked every play. It don't matter that Devin Bush is going to tear his ACL again in that game. That game's all that matters. So, talk to I me do kind of like the Chargers this week, home against oh, Browns. Yeah. yeah I, oh, and they were only one in the half. I see. I wanted to. I wanted to take that pick too, but uh, bet against the Browns last week and fucking Minnesota kicked me right in the balls, right square in the balls. Just kicked me so hard. I gotta get better. I gotta get better this game. Like, no, they all came out the gate. They came right down the field and, and scored a touchdown, and then just afterwards. and then just quit playing. Play. Yeah, they were like, "Fuck it, it's the Browns. We don't have to try anymore." Until it yeah. was fucking too late. Okay, also, that that's, also that's that what happened. when you had when you had fourth and goal, and they called that bullshit holding, and then you guys got another four downs. That was bullshit too. But I mean, it, it wasn't a great day for our offense. It so doesn't matter. Can, Minute, that's it's a Minnesota thing to just. Minnesota might be the one team worse than Pittsburgh when it comes to blowing games if you have no right losing. 
All right. I think we're done. I think we're done here. Stay, stay healthy. Yes. Enjoy the weekend. It's October. It's a uh, spooky season now. Uh, it's Cancer Awareness Month. That's that's why I made that reference because in uh, subliminally, it's it's Cancer just, Awareness Month. You're just bringing awareness. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm doing, and I'm giving five percent, just like the NFL. They give five percent out of all the shit they sell for with cancer on it. The cancer colors they only give five percent to cancer cause. So um, they're the they're the real uh, tumor. What's five percent percent of zero though? What do you mean? I'm st- they sell hats and shirts and no, no. Mer- I meant you said you're giving five percent. I said so. Oh. What's what's five percent? A zero from this podcast. <laughs> oh, right. Um, I'll make it. Uh, you know what? I will. Um, I will give. No, I will won't. give. No, you uh, won't. Listen. No, listen, listen, listen. Whatever. I, if I end up up on the week, so Sunday night, if I'm up in gambling, whatever I'm up, which probably won't happen, but let's just say I'm up, 5% of that I'm going to donate to to cancer. He's going to throw it on a stripper's titties and breast cancer awareness. <laughs> no, I'll be with, I know I'll be with Teresa this weekend. <laughs> um, we, you said we had what? 12 listeners on Spotify, 12, 12 different listeners on Spotify last week. Well, five, it's, it's unseemly to talk about five your, how much, that. well, we, five, but they don't pay. We don't get any revenue is what he's we're saying. Gonna get, we, we're going to get, yeah, but we can give half of a listener to the NFL. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, not the breast cancer. I don't, we need to check all the rest of our numbers because a lot of people are telling me they listen on Apple. Well, not a lot. Two, two people told me they listen on Apple. So <laughs> we got at least 14 listeners. Right, that's, that's like 20% of our listeners. We've convinced, we've convinced 14 people to make bad gambling decisions. Well, or they could fade us and be rich. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Actually, oh. I, hey, I, I am, uh, I'm up on the, I am, I am fifty percent. So I'm not up. I'm, I'm losing the vig to Vegas, but I'll take fifty percent. Any? Yeah, any I need day. to, I need to have a hot streak starting this week. Lock it in. Roll tide. Roll damn tide. <sighs> Stay healthy. Stay away from cancer. <laughs>